Hey, what's up, podcast? It's Jeff. Just want to jump in here. This is a special bonus episode of Teach Better Talk. This is actually going to be a the audio uh, recording from a Facebook Live that our team is doing every single day, Monday through Friday um, at 8 a.m. Eastern Time in our Facebook private group. You can get in that group at teachbettergroup.com or uh, go on to Facebook and just search Teach Better Team. You'll see our page and then you'll see the group get in there. So here we go, a special bonus episode of Teach Better Talk pulled from one of our Facebook Live videos in our private group at teachbettergroup.com. Hope you enjoy. you. I have an amazing guest with me. I love that you're outside. You can hear the birds chirping. <laughs> right. To kick off the morning. TA, how are you? I'm doing well this morning, Ray. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I had to come out this morning, get a little bit of fresh air, but I'm very honored to be on this call with you all and the other influencers around the world. Uh, it's awesome. I know our private Facebook group really has become such a hub for educators to talk shop, ask questions, and just really be in community with each other throughout this time. And you were so perfect. Wow. And join our conversation. So we really, really appreciate you getting mm-hmm. up early and like spending the morning with us. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Thank you. And thank so, you, teachers. Oh, it's awesome. So for those of you who are just popping in, feel free to comment, say good morning, all that normal stuff that we do every single day. But TA, if somebody's mm-hmm. watching and they, they don't know the amazing things that you continue to do, not only to support educators, but to support students, will you kind of share with us what you do? Yeah. So right now, I'm, again, I'm TA Timothy Alexander, and I am a world-renowned speaker. I get an opportunity to travel around the world and now virtually and speak on my message of we don't need it to be easy. We just need it to be possible. Um, a little bit of background about my story. I was a five-star athlete that had an opportunity to go and play football anywhere in the country. And the day after, I made a promise to my mom that I was going to make it to the NFL, earn an education, a key word, earn an education, and do something for myself and for my family. The next day, my friend fell asleep behind the wheel, and we went over a cliff, and out of three people, I was the only one that was hurt. I went from walking one day to rolling the next becoming um, brain dead and paralyzed from the neck down to a place where I wanted to give up on my life and just throw the towel in. But I'll never forget my mom took me back to my goals and took me back to my visions and showed me some things that I wrote down in middle school and all these different things. And after I got out of the dark days for about two years, which I was down for two years, I changed my mind. And so that's why I honestly believe nothing happens until you change your mind. And so since then, I've just been on this renewing transformation of my mind, which I try to reset and do it every day. And so I speak and I also serve as the director of character development for UAB football, men's basketball and women's basketball and just helping other people see change in themselves. Because when you see change in yourself, then what you see changes. Um, So and that's what I really get an opportunity to do and be on the phone call with cool people like Ray and making a difference around the world. No, I love it, T.A. You know, I had heard about you. Mm -hmm. There was this buzz in the air. My (laughs) administrators had seen you speak and they Mm -hmm. were blown away. They came back. They're like, oh, my goodness, we got to bring this guy into our school. Uh And like we didn't hear anything. We're like, oh, what a bummer. It would have been great to work out. And in the midst, you guys have been talking in the background and then they brought you in and you kicked off this amazing like energy boost with our students. You spoke 
uh, to them. You actually came back and revisited. You popped into classrooms. I mean, your energy is infectious. And the fact Thank that you, you to share your message, not only with educators, families, communities, it's, it's made an incredible impact, even just in my own like little bubble. I can only imagine the work that you've done thus far. Wow. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate that. You know, the reason why I like to go back to schools and I get an opportunity to speak at professional team colleges, high schools, but I really love to get back to junior high and get to really high schools too. And it's all because teachers really changed my life. You know, as you heard me say, Ray, earn an education. I wasn't the smartest, right? I, 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 I grew, I, when I, when I was in school, I was on free and reduced lunch. So school for me was my safe place. So school was me a place that I knew I didn't have everything at home, but I can work hard to have everything one day. And I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for my teachers, if it wasn't for my principal. As I say, if it wasn't for the custodian saying, hey, man, get out of the hallway, get in class. I wouldn't be where I am today. And so I made a promise to myself that when I got myself better, that I would go back to the schools. And I would encourage them to let them understand that it is what it is. It's about what you make it. And you will see growth when you accept your challenges. That's growth mindset. Gosh, I love it. And it really, your story is so powerful and it resonated so much with, I know my students specifically, I, I mean, I can only imagine the inspiration that comes from that, the power that comes from that. I know we have a lot of people commenting so far. We can say good morning to Alex and Jeff and Lindsay and Megan and Andrea, baby Luke is joining us, who's our favorite baby that pops into our daily drop-in every single morning. Holly, Joe, Bree, it's so fun. Good morning, Adam. Good morning. So for everyone that's here, I'm I'm thrilled to bring you in because we've tried during this daily drop-in that we're doing every single morning to not only provide support to teachers, to not only provide resources. Yesterday I was live with Lavana Roth, who did a wow. lot of amazing, great tips with um, like, you know, how to structure your day and how to speak to the camera and like mm -hmm. all these supports to hopefully make our, our days a little bit brighter and our impact right. a bit stronger. With the work that you continue to do, I knew you were a perfect fit because with everything that you've worked on, you really support people all around, not just teachers, right. but everyone. Right. Has your role changed at all since COVID-19 has kind of come full force? Yes, my role has actually changed a lot. You know, I'm always the guy that's normally speaking on stage into sold out places or packed places. But now I'm having to do it in front of a camera. And when I started, it was a challenge that I had to accept. And so I truly believe that moments like this crisis, um, unforeseen circumstances that we don't have control over, it allows you to develop. It allows you to be innovative. And so, like, I got athletes all over the world that I coach, professional all the way to elementary, and I've been having to do it through my phone. And the other day, I was just, I was coaching uh, a fifth grader, and she didn't get what I was saying. And so my sister said, hey, you probably need to change how you're saying it because it's a diff it's different than being there with them than through the phone and so everything this whole thing with COVID-19 and what we do virtually and our interaction through technology has allowed me to revamp my communication skills and so I think in the middle of difficulty lies opportunity so we have to look at this difficult time to grow which brings that self-development opportunity and that's that's really what I've been doing now through COVID-19. So, 
And that's awesome. I mean, you're talking about, you know, filling, you know, large auditoriums and speaking, I mean, truly for a majority of your week. I have to know, though, then you talk about coaching a fifth grader. How does right. that work? Not only with large crowds, but you also take phone calls from 10 year olds. How does that right. work? Well, I think I think in I think in order to reach, you have to become you have to not you have to. I call it put your pride in your pocket, right? Mm-hmm. I'll never be so big that I'm not able to to speak to a fifth grader or a 10-year-old or someone young because I remember when I started my journey before I even started speaking, I did a re- I did my own independent study with only elementary kids. And I all, for about 4 or 5 years I was a camp counselor at UAB Rec Center and I only wanted to work with the elementary kids. And I told myself that if I can get my message over to them, I can get it over to anyone. And so, again, kids are hard to listen to. So if you get them to listen and if you get them to get excited through a phone, you really got it. And so I just I've just been just finding more ways. We got to we if we're in the boat, we got to row the boat and we can't stop rowing because the waves of the the, the water start. You got to. You got to just keep you got to know what's in you. You got to know that you got it. You got to go back to the basics. And that's all I've really been doing. Just trying to figure out, okay, how can I go farther and do more? It's going back to the basics, solving problems and serving people, whether they're young, old, it don't matter. You know, I think that that's such a challenging spot that teachers are in right now related to this idea that they're used to being like in front of students. They're used to being a collaborative partner and facilitating conversation. I mean, myself, I see 156 graders every single day, and now I see no one, right? Right, like, right. It's very different. And so when you're talking about bringing energy on camera, it's almost like you have to double your energy <laughs> yes. and communicate differently so that the so that it comes through, you know what I'm saying? Right. Well, I think what you have to do is you have to know yourself, Ray. I, I hate to keep dropping quotes here, but I, I, I write everything I say down or something on my recorder. And the other day I was listening to something that I, when you discover who you are, all you know is confidence. So you can be confident through a phone. You can be confident on a bullhorn. You can be confident in an email. You can be confident practicing social distancing. Like you just got to know who you are and do it. And I think a great thing that will help us with those that we teach virtually is uh, something that we all use. Kiss. Keep it short and simple. Keep it short and keep it simple. And that's all they really need because they don't need all of that, right? Show them that you're excited because this is what I've understood. Like, as I look at you right now, I value smiling and positivity and energy and I see it in you, right? And so what you value their value. But if you get on this phone call acting like you need a cup of coffee, guess what they're going to do? Out in the meeting, yeah. right? You get what I'm saying? So you have to be confident in what you're doing. You have to be confident in what you're doing, regardless of what it is. Let them see your energy because they will value what you value. And everybody knows if you get on the phone with me, if, if I feel like you're sounding dry, I'm going to say, why are you so dry today? Right. Because I know people who have it worse. Right. It could always be worse. And that's always in the back of my mind. And that's how I'm able to bring my energy, because I truly believe that I have something. And and I'm right. I'm in the boat. Right? I'm rowing the boat. I'm in the boat. Right. And I got to keep rowing. I think it's so awesome because there's so many. Oh, my gosh. I can I even tell you how many conversations I've had with educators 
that are still nervous to be on camera, struggling to connect with students. And I'm almost like, just pretend you're an actor, like give all your energy, just smile. I love this idea of what you value, they'll value because it's absolutely the truth. People want to see authentic, um, you know, emotion, but they also really need happiness right now. And if you need that bright light, I mean, we act as educators as a bright light in the morning saying good morning when students roll in and they're all tired. I mean, it's the same thing here. We need to be spreading positive. You got to be spread, spreading positivity. And when you think about positivity, what is positivity? The practice of being or tendency to be positive or optimistic in attitude. And so the best time to practice positivity, I say, is early in the morning when you don't want to be up. Practice it. Be optimistic. Be hopeful and confident. And again, why not? There's so many people. How you doing? Good morning. There's so many people walking around with your head down. If you walk around with your head down, you're going down. But if you walk around with your head up, you're going up because you can win if you keep your head to the sky. And so honestly, the reason why I do this and not to go into my story is because for two years I had nothing to smile about. I was depressed. I was suicidal. I was self-harmed. I tried to take my life three times in one week because, again, I went from walking one day to rolling the next. I had a I had a huge scar on my face that made me look like the Joker. And I never forget when I could open my mouth and my jaw. I just started smiling and I said, regardless of what, nobody's going to take my smile away. I'm going to be confident. I'm going to express gratitude. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be energetic. I'm going to be enthused because life is not promised to nobody. That's my heart check. Tomorrow's not promised to nobody. Nine o'clock is not promised to no one. So if that's the case, you might as well do it happy. You might as well do it with energy because in this world we live in, there are many people in that grave that wish they would trade places with us. And so I'm going to make minds count. So I got the smile. I say I got to be stand big, stand tall and keep on smiling. And that's how I win. I try to make sure nobody beats my energy in the morning. So if you if we was doing this at 3 a.m., you would think it was 3 p.m. because I'm fired up, ready to go. That's all I, I love. Know. It. I feel like we can compete for energy this morning. Right. This that's like great. This. this is my kind of battle. This is good. Right. <laughs> You know, there are so many comments. I can't even, they're just scrolling through of people not only loving the the tidbits that you're providing, but also just really feeding off your energy and Thank sharing you. your appreciation. So I love all of this, TA. I knew that you were going to be a great guest for our daily drop-in. You know, we're doing these every single morning, Monday mm-hmm. through Friday. And when we decided to do them, it was strictly because information was changing so fast. Educators were getting overwhelmed, getting different information minute by minute. And we wanted to be accessible. We wanted right. to be around. So right. if that meant going live every single day to take questions and be a brainstorming partner, that's what it meant. Right. And so for everyone listening right now, don't forget, if you want to participate live, feel free to post questions. And obviously, all the celebrations when you hear something that you that really resonates with you, you do need to be in our private Facebook group over at teachbettergroup.com. And you can participate live or you can catch this video after the fact on YouTube as a bonus episode of the Teach Better Talk podcast and everywhere else. Um, But TA, I do have to ask you, you know, you've shared a little bit about your story. I know Mm -hmm. there's a whole lot and you're an extremely powerful speaker that is a really amazing presence when you fill a room. Mm -hmm. I have to know when you 
I mean, when you speak, you mm -hmm. very frequently, I know, work with adults, but I've personally seen you in a setting with students and wow, do you light up a room. <laughs> what is, what's like the biggest takeaway that you want someone to have? You know, they're, they're experiencing your story. They're hearing mm -hmm. about everything you're doing. What do you hope that they walk away saying, this is what I got from it? Yeah, I just hope they, I hope they understand that if he can, I can, right? Uh, the the I just always try to be real because if I can be real, I can relate. Again, if I can be real, I can relate. And I know it's hard. I want kids to know. I know it's hard. It was so hard for me on, when I was on free and reduced lunch. It was so hard not having everything the kids had. But I did what is hard so that I can have an easy life now. And so, I mean, it's like they said, when life brings you lemon, make lemonade. And so I just try to not only tell them, but remind them what they're saying, that you can do it if you put your mind to it. Henry Ford said, if I think I can, I can. If I think I can't, I can't. And so when I walk away from a student, I want them to know that, man, this guy really loved me, that he shared his heart with me, that he gave his heart to me. Now I got to go and, 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 and take action on what I heard and what I seen. And the greatest thing that I can hear that I've ever heard from a child, um, Actually, when I came up to you to the school, I was leaving out and I got this note and one of the kids had told me, hey, I was thinking about taking my life, but you changed my life today. I just want you to know I love you. I'm forever embedded to you. And I talk to that kid about three times a week now because we do confidential every 21 days. We do another challenge because it takes 21 days to create a habit. And so we every every we just did a 21 day confident booster. We're going to get ready and do another self-identity one. And so I just love the fact that these young people lives can change. But they have to know that we care. Right. That is it's bigger than words. It's it's bigger than you tell. They want to feel it. They want to see it so they can know it. And that's what I really think about when I speak to the youth that, man, this guy really cares a lot about me. Right. Um, he cares about me. And if he can do it, I can do it. I do have to tell you, I, I've heard a lot of speakers, right? Whether it be at educational conferences or, or other outlets, I think a lot of people like to say similar messages and spread positivity. It's really, really important. But there is a different <laughs> culture that you have created. I just want, I just want you to know, because I'm sure you wow. hear it all the time, people are eating up everything you're saying in the comments. But having lived it, it feels very personal. Like wow. when you come into Evans, which is a school that I work in, there is like a buzz the whole day of, oh, do you hear who's here? Yeah. You're you're walking around. Students are like flocking to you. They <laughs> yeah. want to hang out with you. They want to chat with you. I know you had lunch with students. You visited classrooms. And then you just committed a ton of time to being available. And I think that's the really, that's the part that I really connected Ball with. In. As a, yeah, as a Teach Better team, the work that we do, like, yes, we do go into districts and yes, you can hire us to do professional development and we love it, right? That's that's what we do. That's how we survive. But we really want to do more than that. So right. we are committed to being authentic, being available. Mm -hmm. You know, people mm -hmm. message us and we're like, of course, we'll hop on a phone call in five minutes. You know, we yeah. really want to be accessible. And I have seen nothing but amazing um, things come from you in that same capacity where yeah. you really choose to be present. And I would encourage all the teachers that are listening right now, being like really choosing to be present is what our students need right now, right. just right. to be 
accessible. Be present and be accessible. Before I go into any school, and when I played football, my coach would always tell me, leave it all on the field. And so I'm still playing football right now. When I go to a school, that's my football game. And so I always tell myself, I'm going to give them everything I have because when I leave, they have everything that I have. And so um, I tell everybody, acting, committed, and being bought in are three different things. Time will tell them all. And so I just try to be bought in. And when I'm in there with that student, they know it's real and authentic because I'm giving them everything I got. And so I'm eating lunch because so when a speaker came, he never ate lunch. I'm walking the hallways because when a speaker came to my school, he didn't walk the hallways. I, I, was, I gave a speech in the, in the male's restroom one time because I'm like, man, y'all got trash in here everywhere. I know your room ain't clean if you're not even putting your trash in the trash can. Step up to the plate. Take some responsibility just because I care, right? They got to know we care. And you said something best. Kobe Bryant even said it's not about how long you pre practice. It's about how long you were present. That's what it's about. So put your pride in your pocket. It takes a village. So those in the village, we got to do our job. And again, I just make it my aim that when I go into the school, if I'm not tired, when I leave that school, I didn't do a great job. So I just try to give it all I got. I love that. I want to be exhausted at the end of the day. Exhausted. So good. Well, you can't drive. You got an Uber home almost. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have had a bunch of comments, people not mm -hmm. only taking quotes that you've shared on this video so far, but also sharing things they love. One of the comments recently said, I would love ideas about the 21-day challenges. Will you mm -hmm. tell us more about what you do, where those are located, mm -hmm. who how does that work? Well, so I have a the 21 day challenge. What I do is, as we know, it takes 21 days to create a habit and the bad habit can only be replaced by a good habit. And so for 21 days, you know, I always when I'm doing the confidence and identity challenge, I always ask three questions. And my three questions will help me know a person. Who are you? Why are you here? And who do you do it for? Again, who are you? Why are you here and who you do it for? And so on day one of the confidence challenge, I try to have those that I talk to and that I'm mentoring. Hey, let, go find a mirror. And I want you to go and talk to yourself the first day. Tell yourself you're beautiful. Tell yourself that you got it. Tell yourself that you are worthy. And that's very, very tough for people to do because not a lot of people looks in the mirror. You know, when's the last time some of you all looked in the mirror and told yourself, hey, man, hey, girl. You got it. That takes a lot of confidence, right? It takes a lot of confidence. The second thing that I do is when we're doing our 21 day challenge, when I'm doing something on the mind, when I'm doing a 21 day of positivity, I always let them know at any moment, because we are human, at any moment you have a negative thought, you got to give yourself seven positive thoughts. So if, if, I'm go if I'm outside trying to go up this hill, and my mind, and in my mind, I say, man, I can't make it up this hill. That was negative. So now I got to give myself seven positive thoughts. I can. I will. I'll figure it out. You know, just being positive from the inside, working out. And then after those 21 days, you do it all over again. But it's about you just being consistent. It's about you being honest. And it's about you being real with yourself and I, I, I normally used to do the, the 21 day challenges at the end of the year. Um, they are posted. They are back somewhere on my Instagram. I mean, I'm getting ready to do more, but I've been doing those a lot with one-on-one, um, a lot of one-on-one because it really, I see it benefit the young people. 
you know, that is not just something that I'm posting is, hey, it's day 19, you know, it's day 20, it's day 21. I hope you're well. And then we talk about it. Right. And as soon as they say, hey, what are areas you need to improve? Whenever they tell me, hey, this is what I want to improve, then we work on that improvement for the next 21 days because that's what it's about. Yeah. Personalizing it, making sure it's like something that you, they really want to work. They, they want to work toward. Exactly. Yeah. That and they that's, want. That's the biggest difference, right? You can pose a, a challenge, pose a question to somebody, but they need to take ownership over it. Right. What do you like, want? Right. Yeah. Just like in our learning. I mean, if you're going to explore anything, whether it be confidence or positivity or a math topic or a science mm -hmm. idea, mm -hmm. having the person who's the learner take ownership over it is a huge element of right. having them be successful. Right. It's kind of like with me. So in school, I struggle with math and I struggle with reading. My teacher would always write at that top red, right corner with that red ink. You got to stop writing how you talk. Right. You know, all these different things. And so I knew that I, I knew that I was going to use my voice and my voice would take me around the world. And so I wanted to learn these ways. And so I never forget talking with my English teacher and my English teacher said, have you considered um, writing some writing thing? Have you considered writing about something you care about? Right. So instead of you just, hey, give me a topic. No, figure out a topic. Right. And I would find out when it was topics that were centered around something that I cared about or a book around something I cared about or a strength that I wanted to develop in in math, I would always get better. The, 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 bar, the bar would start going up. But if they just said, hey, I want you to write about concrete and I could care less about concrete, you saw my performance go down, right? And so it was really trying to get to know me and figure out. Like I've been watching, I don't know if anybody's been watching the last, the last dance, the Michael Jordan series, but Phil Jackson said something best that when Dennis Rodman came, he couldn't relate to anybody, but they figured out ways he could relate. And that's what got him to perform. And so again, before we request, here we go, family and teachers. This is your TA thought of the day. Before we request anything out of anybody, we got to invest. We got to invest in them first. We got to see what they want before we can request. In football, hey, figure out what it is. Then you can request from front. Because if you haven't invested, it's not they're not going to care to do anything at all. Absolutely. I, yeah. I love this idea. And I think that there's a lot of ways that you can do this as a teacher. I mean, yes. I mean, the, the, the options are endless. Endless. So Ask them questions. Yeah, today to we, you know, there's a lot of um, conversation right now around building relationships with students. And I, I'm not saying that's not important. That is so important. But the how is the part that people are leaving out. Right. And so I think that if we can take these ideas and implement them with fidelity by actually trying them and doing them more than just, I'm going to build relationships, but really talk to your students, have a hundred conversations about nothing Gotta talk to them. and and ask questions. You're going to know how to serve them better because you know what they're going through. Right. And I think, you know, with students today, they all say when they figure they can't, when they figure out they can't do something is when they start making excuses. And so what I do is I, my thing is take away excuse and provide opportunity. And so one day I was doing this social experiment and I said, okay, I'm going to play this song. And it was the the Drake, the key key. Do you I mean the whole gymnasium? I saw kindergartners to fifth grade singing this song. 
And I, I said, okay, I want you all to sing an acapella. And they sung it in harmony. And so I got on that microphone and I said, now this is the challenge. You all know this song and you all were so confident knowing this song. When you get in that classroom, you got to know you can do this work. You got to be confident that you can do this work because you took the time to know this song. Let's take out the time to know your work. It goes hand in hand, right? It goes, it's, it's a double-edged sword. And so when you come at them in that way, then they're like, yeah, man, he's kind of right. I know all these songs, but I'm making an excuse for myself to not know I got homework, to not know how to do this. But it really goes to the teacher watching, the teacher, the parent, the guardian, whoever. Just re- You got to know those that labor amongst you. You got to know those that you have influence over. You got to know those that you're coaching. And if you don't know them, you already lost because you don't know them. But those of us that have them under our influence, you got to know them. I watch people. I study people. I know my athletes inside out. And they always say, T.A., man, I appreciate you for paying attention to us. I appreciate you for taking out time to get to know us. And I'm like, that's what I'm supposed to do. Like, right. right. It's interesting because I think that we... We all have certain people in our life who give that much attention. It makes you feel special. It makes you feel seen. And as teachers, we have such a responsibility to do that, whether you have 12 students or 150 or 200 students or 200 students you see throughout the day, your responsibility is to do your best to get to know them. Do your best. What would be your starting point for that? Like, I know that might be a, a silly question, but, you know, a teacher saying, yes, you're right. I need to know my students better. What would be your first recommendation they go do? Again, my first recommendation is, is as I said it a few moments ago, you got to figure out who they are. Who are they? Right. Who are they? Why are they? You know, I, I look at it. You know, everybody talks about start with why. Start with why. And I told Simon Sinek, I'm going to agree with you to disagree because we all know why, but we don't know what. Right. I know why I want to walk again, Ray. I know why I want to walk. But what am I going to do to walk again? Right. And so when you know what you want to do, that takes care of the why and that leads you the how, which is all centered in who are you? Right. So who are you? Okay, you are this person that want to walk. Okay, what are you going to do to walk, T.A.? And why do you want to walk? And that's going to tell you, Okay, this is how we're going to go about doing this. Right. So ask them, who are you? And if they if and and teachers, family, parents, guardian, if you ask someone, who are you? And they tell you in five seconds, they ain't took time to think about it. Right. Because you want them to really think about this. Right. Because this is what you're going to coach them from. So who are you? Why are you here? And who do you do it for? It's hard to make me give up when I have so many people depending on me. I got a I got a young girl by the name of Emmy Nichols that I love. I, I wrote about her in my book. She was in the children's hospital and she was getting ready to have brain surgery and she wanted to see me. And when I came into the room, she told me, she said, if I don't make it, I'm going to live through you. Now, we we're not I, I didn't we're not blood or anything like that. She was just a person that life changed because of influence. And so I told myself, man, I got to keep going to the top because I know why I do what I do. I know I have purpose. And so you just got to figure out who you are, 
Why are you here and who you do it for? And when you start with those three questions and I think that would lead you to the next phase. But you got to know that. I just I think that's so true. I think you got to know that. A hundred percent. You have so many people that are agreeing with you so far. I love this comment saying I'm going to go back and watch and listen to this again, again and again. And write all these tips down, ideas, advice, positivity. They are loving everything. That was from I love you. all Thank you so much. You know, so TA, I have to say, so we've been live for about a half an hour. Mm-hmm. This has been full of energy. You know that I'm a fan. And yeah. obviously, you have a ton of educators watching. And Thank even y'all. After the recording, we we love these these uh, ideas you have because it's more than just this, this high level, yeah. oh, you should do this. But really, it's empowering. And that's mm-hmm. really the craft that you have. Mm-hmm. But you've done a ton. So we've mm-hmm. touched a little bit on the fact that if we have an administrator listening or a district leader, they can choose to bring you in to share this message, not only with their teachers, but also with their students. So you have a lot of dynamic elements there. But you also referenced your book. So we talked right. about your book. Yes. Yeah, so my book is called Ever Faithful, Ever Loyal. It's a true story about my life, about everything that I talked about. And even after I had my car accident, I had my goals. You know, I tell everybody. If you prioritize, if you write your goals down in your vision, even if even if life makes you throw in the towel or throw in the pen, when you get back, when you bounce back, you can pick up the pen and pick up the towel. And so, again, my three things that I wanted to do, family, I wanted to make it to the NFL. I wanted to earn an education and I wanted to do something for myself and for my family. And so when I had my car accident, I scratched off uh, the NFL and I said, well, I got to go and earn an education. And so I went to go and earn an education. And this is the I wrote this in my story, my book. I started off um, taking math 098 and reading 096. These are remedial classes because your boy, he made a 13 on the ACT. I was never the smartest in the room, but I aimed to work the hardest. And I just I again, I couldn't give up because I had so many people depending on me. Was school a challenge? Absolutely. But the growth, the growth mindset that we know now, that's what changed because I looked at every challenge. I looked at every difficulty as a challenge that would lead to my growth. And so I graduated from Wallace State Community College. And once I graduated, I told myself this, man, if I can graduate from here, I can graduate anywhere. And so I said, I'm going back to school in my hometown. And so I went to school in my hometown and I had a dream. I had a vision. I dreamed while I'm awake. And I said, when I get to this school, I'm going to be one of the best athletes that ever came through this school. Not because I was going to play, but because I was going to remind my teammates, hey, too much is given, much is required. Right. Take advantage of it because you never know when you will be walking off the field. You'll never know when to be your last time walking on the field. So make it count while you can. And so while at UAB, I stayed immersed in my vision. I stayed immersed in my goal. And at UAB, I became the first paraplegic to ever receive a full ride in football. And I never touched the field. My senior year in college, our football program ended. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I just went through a horrific car accident my senior year in high school. Now I'm having another horrific accident my senior year in college. And so I looked out. And I looked at my teammates and I saw my teammates went from being hopeful to hopeless. And I said, no, I've been through this before. We can bounce back. And so I made a promise to the team and the community that we was going to do everything in our power to bring our program back. 
and they ended our program December 2nd, 2014, and we brought our program back June 2nd, 2015. And during that six-moment period, I told everybody that when it came back, you wouldn't see a guy roll out of the tunnel. You would see a guy walk out of the tunnel. Now, be in mind, I had not walked in 10 years, but I knew it takes 21 days to create a habit, Ray. This is where the 21-day challenge came. I got on the phone call. I called my therapist, and I said, hey, they said football would not be back for two years where we get to practice against ourselves every day for two years. I've told the guys, you looking forward to football season? I'm looking forward to two years down the road because I'm going to be walking out of that tunnel. And for the first 21 days, we did therapy at football practice. And all I was doing was practicing standing up. That's all I wanted to do. Because for 10 years, my body was in the seated chair position, the seated position. And so I wanted to trick my mind and start standing up. And while doing that at practice, the guys would say, I see you working, coach. I see you working, T.A. Now we got to work because we're going to win. We're going to do this. And it happened. 2017, I walked. We got to compete for a championship. And that allowed me to get my hands, my story to get in the hands of Bleacher Report, House of Highlights, ESPN, Ellen DeGeneres, all these people. And they said, man, how did you do this after a decade? After you were brain dead, you was paralyzed from the neck down. They popped the trach in my throat. Most people don't know this, but I was mute for about six months where I had to learn sign language. I could not talk. So the reason why I'm always energetic, because I love to hear myself talk, because I could never hear myself talk, right? You get what I'm, you got to fire yourself up. You got to be thankful for the small things. And so when we was going through this, I journaled a lot. I wrote a lot. And I said, man, nobody's going to believe this. But if I write a book based on the true story, Everybody will believe. It. And that's exactly what I did. I wrote a true story on what I went through and I went to understand it. Family, friends, all of you that are watching. It's not about what you go through. It's not. It's about what you grow through. And so I was able to grow and I was able to show the world some different things that I did to grow. And I called it ever faithful, ever loyal, because you got to be faithful and loyal to what you believe. Because many people said, man, you will never talk. Many people said you will never write, twist. You will never be able to amount to anything. But I could not just give up on what I believe. I had to be faithful and loyal to my goals, to my vision, what brought me here today on Teach Better. So that's just that's just how I look at it. If I would have gave up, I would have never been here. And I still talked to one of the doctors that told me, hey, you got a 5% chance. And as I turn it back to you, I said, Doc, I'm not trying to be rude, but this is the thing. If I give up right now, then my life is over with and I won't amount to anything. But something's telling me on the inside to keep going and see, can this 5% chance turn into a 100% chance? And that's what I did because no, no one can tell you what you can do, right? That should push you. And so I'm like, you're telling me my life is going to end if it ends right now? I never walk. I never be able to twist or do anything on my own, but I just got to keep trying. And I went through a lot, but that's why I tell you, I looked in that, mar- that, that mirror too, because at the end of the day, the only one whose judgment must pass is the one staring back from the glass. Like you got to, you got to encourage yourself. You got to look in that mirror. And when I look in that mirror, when I look at TA, I say, TA, I'm proud of you. 
You got it. Go out there and do what you do. And that's all I need. So if I got to pat my own self on the back, it is what it is. But it's about what you make it. Right. Um, and so that that's what I wrote about in my book. And I'm actually getting ready. I'm writing another book, Ray, to get it released next year. Just seven seeds of growth. These are seven things that I did. But the first one is about you got to believe it first in your mind. Everything I'm doing now, I believed it years ago. I was moving and I found some stuff that I wrote about in 2010 at 2.32 in the morning that one day this is all going to change. When the movers was moving me in, I'm not going to lie, Ray, I got a little down because I'm seeing everybody move furniture in my house. And I told the movers, hey, I want you all to understand this, that the only reason why you're moving me it's because I'm unable to move that furniture on my own. So I appreciate you for being my legs, because if I was walking, I wouldn't have needed any of you all. So count it great joy that you get to be my legs today. And guess what they started doing? Guess what they said? Man, we appreciate you for being the muscle. And I had to tell them to slow down because they started moving stuff too fast. But again, it all starts with belief, because one person with belief overrides thousands of in individuals with intent. So I'm just the one that's like, you know what? If it's 99 people that do not believe, you be the one to believe. Be the one out of nine. And that's just what I've been able to do to just hold on to what I believe, which is the word I believe is resiliency. You just got to hold on. And that's what I wrote about in my book on how I held on and to what I held on to did not let me down. It actually took me to my destiny today and it's still taking me all around the world. So, yeah. I, I can just feel your book flying off the shelves as all these people are like, oh my gosh, I have to go read it. I have to go explore more. You know, it's funny because it, it's not about like selling the book. It's about mm -hmm. wanting people to get it out, really connect with your story and right. find it within themselves. And I, I love it. You know, there's been so much conversation about how you come back from mm -hmm. you know, COVID-19. And there's a lot of teachers that are really down on themselves of not knowing what, you know, they what the world looks like, but also not knowing where their purpose comes from anymore because they can't see their students. And I just think the work that you're doing is so spot on. I would encourage yeah. any administrator right now to say, that's the message I want to kick off my year this yeah. August. With because but, we need to re-inspire people and get some purpose, but not right. just with fluff, but with real integrity. Real. Well, and, and like you said, and to, to that teacher out there, to that teacher out there that's, I, I'll say, tripping and help, don't really know where, the, where their purpose is, you got to go back to your basics. Go back to that day when you, when, when all you thought about was being a teacher. Go back to that day when all you thought about was having a classroom one day and making a difference. Those are the things you have to look toward too. You can't look for, you can't look for your job to reveal purpose because a job is an offer somebody gave you. And once they take that offer away, there's no job, but they can never take your purpose away because they didn't give you your purpose, right? What I have, the world didn't give and they can't take away, but that's me going back to the basics. And so those of you that that may feel like, hey, that you don't have it. I want to let you know today you do have it. You are a hero in humans clothes, but you have to believe it for yourself again. Yes, I, I am in a wheelchair. I'm a temporary paraplegic, but I add yet to the end of everything. Are you walking right now, T.A.? Not yet. 
Are you doing things on your own right now, T.A.? Not yet, because that yet gives me purpose. And so I just challenge you, teacher. You got to know that you know that you know. Right. Because if you don't know and you go try to teach these students, they going to know. Right. So the best thing you can do is find your purpose, find your swag and just ride it out. Row that boat because, hey, it is what it is. You have Aristotle said, know thyself. Just know yourself. Find your lane, find your place and stand out. It ain't about fitting in. Find where you fit and stand out. I found out that I fit well with positivity. So I try to stand out amongst the others that are mediocre. So, yep. Oh, I love it. There has been so many, you know, great tidbits that you've been able to share. I, I mean, you have an incredible story in TA. I know you already know this, but your energy there's is, is infectious. That we just had somebody commenting that your smile is just it lights Thank up. Thank you. We so appreciate it. Thank you. So no, like before we go, we've been mm-hmm. live for about 45 minutes. Uh, I'm so honored that you chose to join our daily drop in that mm-hmm. we're doing every single morning to just try and be accessible and be the support that educators need. How can our network right now, whether they be a classroom teacher, a substitute teacher, an administrator, a superintendent, whoever's listening, how can they stay connected to you? Because I'm getting a feeling from the comments coming <laughs> in. They want more TA in their life. Yep. So you can stay in contact with me. I'm on my Facebook is Timothy Alexander. My Instagram is inspired by TA and my email is inspired by TA at gmail.com. And if you can't remember that, just go to my website, inspiredbyta.com and send a message in. It'll come directly to my team and my phone and I see it all. And please, I would love to connect with you all. And I just wanted to tell you all a better day is coming, Ray. A better day is coming for teachers and for ourselves. Um, but you got to be prepared now. You, I call it three P's. You got to get a plan together. You got to get prepared because when this thing's lift, it's time to perform because time will what, um, what you will become and what you will be is based on how you use your time. So it's time to get in the game. I, I'm so thankful for Teach Better. It's helping me teach better. I've seen a lot of your posts on managing yourself and you know, having structure, having a routine. And I'm like, man, this is going, this is what I do in my life, right? But we got to keep doing it, right? There is no finish line in this race. There's no finish line. That's why the 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 parable says, be careful when you call yourself a teacher, right? Be careful because this race doesn't come to an end. But to get in contact with me, which I would love, inspiredbyta.com. Um, and Ray, Ray has my information. If anybody wants my number or whatnot, give it to him. I don't mind. We got it in this time. People need help. We got to help helping people help people. Yeah, I love I so appreciate that you not only share so much, but you're so accessible. So I encourage everybody. I mean, this is the real deal. I T.A., I've gotten to meet you a few different times. I've seen your videos. I've now gotten to interact with you live on camera. You are like this every single day, every, every day. hour. I'm just telling you, the more TA that people can have in their life, the better. We will be better after all of this. So TA, we are going to say goodbye to everyone who is listening, but we really appreciate everybody that chose to pop in live with us over in our private Facebook group, all the comments, all the amazing passion that was shared. And then don't forget, you can rewatch this as many times as you want or uh, everything that you need if you missed a few sections by visiting the Teach Better Team uh, YouTube channel. All the stuff's there. Or these are also becoming bonus episodes on Teach Better Talk podcast. 
Uh, so there's a lot of different ways to stay connected and make sure that you have the brainstorming partners that you need to get through and have this be a, a really great time for us to all reset and come back better than we were yesterday. Yeah. So TA, thank you again so much. Really appreciate you. Hey, y'all, thank you. And remember now, we don't need it to be easy. We just need it to be possible. That's my quote. If you do what is easy, life will be hard. But if you do what is hard, life will be easy. So just remember, we don't need it to be easy. We just need it to be possible. Ray, thank you so much. It takes a village. And I appreciate you for allowing me to inspire the village and teach better. You the goat. Thank you. I love it. Thanks, guys. We'll see you later.